welcome to the Acres of Diamonds podcast with Bob Larson, a nationally recognized expert in the analysis of complex life insurance structures. In the Acres of Diamonds podcast, Bob talks about the flip side of owning a life insurance policy that your client has outgrown or that has underperformed. We share insight and strategies to help advisors maximize the effectiveness and value of their clients' life insurance policies. Hello and welcome to Acres of Diamonds with Bob Larson from the Settlement Masters. Today, we have a big topic to cover and I've got a lot of questions for Bob. The basic question he's going to answer is how can a settlement help in selling LTC and other product solutions. Good morning, Bob. How are you? Good morning, Eric. I'm better and better. Better and better. That's good to hear. Now, I know that this is an overarching, huge question, um, and we've talked about the importance of life settlements as a solution for clients, but more specifically to this point, I think you're going to tell us how the life settlement can help in selling other product solutions. Can you kind of expand on that thought? Yeah, let me give you some examples because uh, examples sometimes uh, help people uh, comprehend. Absolutely. Uh, I was dealing with a couple that had a dire need to increase their retirement. They did not have a need for the life insurance that they had. They did not want it. They were going to cash it in. As a result of talking to the advisor and giving him some in- advice in terms of how he might magnify the value of the contract, we did an appraisal. We do as we always do. We show the client how to keep their policy just to make sure that they understand all the ingredients of a life insurance contract and how they can keep it. And then we showed them what the economic value in the the secondary market was. And as a result of our bidding process, we we escalated the cash value from $150,000 to over a million dollars. Well, let me tell you something. They took that money and rolled it into an investment, an annuity program that gave them a life income and it changed their life. Now, they did not, they had already given their kids plenty, but most importantly, they were concerned about themselves. Mm-hmm. They didn't have the amount of money to be able to travel. They didn't have the amount of money to buy long-term care. They didn't have the money to do some of the things that they wanted to do. They had no idea that life insurance could be converted into a bundle of cash 10 times greater than their cash value that they were going to surrender the policy for. So there's an example of someone that moved from barely being able to retire to being able to retire with ease, take trips, give to their grandkids, all the things that you want to think about doing when you think about, you know, what is retirement for me? It's not sitting on the rocking chair on the front porch. It's being able to be robust as you can be, travel, experience life, and that's what we were able to help this couple do. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they're, they're spending time with family, and that came from a, a guaranteed income from that annuity. But what other kind of products are there that an advisor can consider for their for their clients? Well, the two things that are really vital at retirement is the, the two things are long-term care and, and retirement income. Those are the two primary things that people are interested in. Now, there's other things they could give to their grandkids for college education. And, and, and we had a couple that helped uh, their grandson buy a home with their settlement money. Now, I mean, there's things like that that people like to do while they're alive to see their kids and grandkids prosper. But in more, more than not, they realize, clients realize in their, in their 70s, 80s, that long-term care and retirement 
are two very vital things that affect them. If they don't have long-term care, they can end up just blowing through all their Mm -hmm. retirement income and leaving the survivor in a very poor, poverty-stricken position. That's not a good solution. An 80-year-old can get long-term care coupled up with someone in their in their 65, if they have a child 65, we can match them with a 65-year-old and an 80-year-old and get them long-term care. And a settlement is ideal. Now, there's some other things I'm going to tell you about why people in this category need, not want to, not nice if they do it, need to look at the diagnostics of the economic value of their life insurance contract in the secondary market. They need to do that. And I'm going to tell you more about that in a few minutes. All right. No, I appreciate that. And, and I've heard it said many, many times, and, and Bob, I'm sure you've heard it said that retirement is like a dumbbell, if you will, if you if you look at the how it works. Most people spend a lot of their money up front at the beginning of retirement, and then the the bulk of what they spend is at the end, and that's usually because of health care. So that's a great point for the long-term care. And, and maybe that is one of the talking points that a, an advisor can use when they want to discuss this with their clients. But absolutely, uh, what's what's another way that they can the advisor can really begin this discussion with their clients? Well, it's it, that, this is really a key issue, and I'm glad you asked the question because many times advisors not being used to or familiar with life settlement or have a have a particular prejudice toward it uh, talk the wrong way and set up the status the discussion. Uh, in a way that's not going to be helpful. You do not say, would you like to sell your policy? You do not say, I can get a lot of money for your policy. You Mm -hmm. do not go down that road. You say, there is an issue that has occurred in the life insurance industry that is destroying life insurance for people in the 80s and 90s. It's important that you have a diagnostic done to evaluate whether or not your, your policy qualifies for an enormous cash increase so that you could use it for retirement or for other things that you need to uh, accommodate uh, during this time of your life. Uh, I'd like to offer that to you. Would you be interested in having that diagnostic done? Uh, The problem is 90% or more of the people that are in this category, the 80s and 90s, that are dropping their contracts have no idea that they can capitalize the value of their contract Mm -hmm. into a lot more uh, value that they can use for retirement, long-term care, and other things. So when an, when an advisor talks to someone, they've got to tell them a little bit about the problem. The problem is policies, many of them, stop at age 100. Mm-hmm. That means that they lapse at 100. They do not go beyond 100 because years ago, people weren't living beyond 100. Well, today we have many clients, and we're, we're, with a, we're working with a client right now that was totally unaware that his policy ends at 100. He's 95 years old. He's driving his own car. He lives on his own. He certainly believes that he's going to live to 101 day. So if he lives to 101 day, his life insurance is worth nothing. Nothing. Zero. Yeah. And he's put in a lot of money into this policy. Yeah. So people need to be aware. Does your policy lapse at 100? Does it lapse before 100? And if it does, there are some solutions. And it will allow you to raise money for things that you need today. And would you like us to do a diagnostic to help you find out if that's true? Yeah, so, I, I mean, 
Oh, sorry, go ahead. So it's just, it's a matter of setting up the problem and offering them uh, a, a service that's not going to cost them anything, that's going to open up the door to potentially hidden values that will change their life. Yeah, I've got a I've got a client who has a an assistant that works with him, and her great grandmother, Lord willing, uh, next month will be celebrating 108 years. Wow. So I mean, it, it's it's happening. They're they're definitely living longer. We're all living longer due to medical miracles and science. We love that, but and that's definitely one way to approach the topic. But what's the best way to approach the topic without really bringing up you know the end of life? Well, it's really talking about the investment value of life insurance, and life insurance is an investment. If that investment is dysfunctional, if that investment is going to bankrupt or go out of service at age at any age, and the client doesn't know about it, they're upset. We have clients almost every day that come to us with the desire through their advisor to have this analytic process done. And when we find what the problem is in their policy, it typically requires them to increase their premium sometimes fivefold over what they've been paying to keep the contract going. And then many times it still runs out at 100 and it doesn't go any further. So there is some real problems. People buy life insurance, they put it in the drawer. They don't look at it as an investment. It is an investment class that needs to be managed and monitored. And especially today for the people in the in the category of 80s and 90s that bought life insurance in the 80s and 90s, those people right now are at risk, more so than ever before. And as I said before, for every case we get in, there's a thousand people that have similar policies that are bankrupting or going out of, mm. going out of force that don't even know about this process. Advisors need to wake up. They need to get on this. This is not this is not a product. It's a service. It's a fiduciary responsibility. And, and Bob, you you bring up a great point. Advisors themselves. We have talked many, many, many times on these podcasts and past podcasts about all the different things an advisor can do and should do, and uh, all the tools and resources that you give them. Uh, but could you remind us again, or remind advisors, maybe they're just tuning in now, why would an advisor integrate this into their business practice? Well, most of them won't because, first of all, they don't know what they don't know. Mm -hmm. uh, they may have a, a position on settlements that date back to the 80s or the 2000 when they had a problem in the industry. Mm -hmm. uh, the industry is highly regulated today. It is almost as much or more regulated than the life insurance industry. It is an honest business. It's transparent. But nobody does an adequate evaluation of all the things that people can do to buy their life, to keep their life insurance in force. So could you restate the question? I'm off, off track. Sure. Yep. Why would an advisor integrate this into their business practice? Okay. Well, First of all, they, as I said, most of them won't. Those that are open have a real problem because they don't know what they don't know and they don't know where to start or who to talk to. That's why we've set up our diagnostic system to be their partner. And being a partner, finding a company like ours to be your partner, to actually represent the advisor with the client and to make sure 
that everything is done properly to protect the client and to protect the advisor. And that's what a firm like ours does. And in terms of partnering, there's a lot of people that don't partner because they don't partner because they don't trust. And so what we've tried to do is to eliminate the fear of partnering. We give a covenant not to compete so that, a, so that an advisor understands we're there to represent them. You need to find a firm that can help you. Whether you stay with them or do this yourself, you need to start off with a firm that can take this off your plate and make sure it represents you properly in the uh, client marketplace. So integrating it into your practice may not mean that you are the expert in this area. Mm-hmm. And I have found a long time ago that I can only be the expert in so many areas without confusing the client. So this is a problem. It's a major problem. It's a service. If you hire a firm like ours to represent you with their client, you get the you, you know you get the majority of compensation if you could take compensation. You get the AUM if you're an investment advisor, and you don't have any concerns about us competing with you. We will mm-hmm. represent you. We'll give you a covenant not to compete. We give you ENO. Uh, we give you timelines. We give you a compliance report at the end that's been legally tested. We are there to help you help the client. I know, like I said before, we, we've done a lot of podcasts. We've covered this more in depth, but can you give us a brief summary of how what the best way to utilize this technique in the practice is? Well, assuming that you are a partnering type person, then the, then the rest is following the lead of the firm that you hire. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know because I get feedback all the time from the various providers in the industry that they don't know any firm that's doing what we're doing because they don't have the staff or they don't have the life insurance experience that we do. We have over 50 years of high net worth experience, and we integrated all the best practices in the life insurance industry into our settlement practice. So the best way for someone to get involved is to find a partner. If they don't want to find a partner, then study the industry. I'd be happy to help them get information. Uh, I want professionals in the business. I'm not worried about competition. I want people to do this right. I want them to protect the client. I want them to protect themselves. You know, as I know, I told you the story about the disenfranchised grandson Mm -hmm. that sued the trustee in a transaction that we did because he was expecting to be a part of a $5 million irrevocable life insurance trust. And when the client sold the policy, they they sold it because they couldn't afford it. And they got a $2.7 million paid up a collateral assignment policy for their, uh, for their transaction. The grandson was not happy. And so he sued everybody. And when they found out that we had done the project, they were going to sue us. I found out who the litigators were. I brought them our compliance report that we do when we're going through the process. And literally, they dropped the lawsuit on every party, the trustee, the trust company, and they didn't name us. So we want to help you learn how to protect yourself, how to protect the client. And that's an important part because the fiduciary laws are coming on strong. And believe me, state by state, they're requiring companies to notify clients if they're over 65 and they're going to drop a policy, that a settlement might be an option. And this is important for the advisor community. I mean, you're going to get it. It's going to come about. And when it comes about, you're going to be chasing the tail. 
I'm suggesting you get proactive. Mm-hmm. Call me. Call me at our phone number, 877-927-7243, and I will help you. Either you'll partner with us or I'll give you some leads that will help you develop a relationship and you can do the work. All right. And and that's what every advisor wants to do. Is they want to be able to do the work if they can, but partnering is is an even better idea if you've got somebody that can do it. And then their next question is always, what is my close rate or what is my success rate? So Bob, I'm asking you, what is the success rate for an advisor in this? Well, that's a, another good question. It'll be really lousy if they try to do it themselves because they don't know the right questions to mm-hmm. ask. And they, many of them don't understand how a fund, uh, an institutional fund, buys a contract. So if they understand that, they understand what, uh, how the stars have to line up in order for a buyer to be very interested in competitively bidding uh, on, a, on a file, a life insurance file. So the success rate, if they do it themselves, is going to be 1 in 10. 10% of the cases they submit will be cases that will go down. They'll get, quickly get disillusioned and then stop integrating it in their system. If they use a system that we use where they understand the process and they vet the client so that they know going in if the client is a prospect for the market, then it's going to jump to about 25% or more. And when you go that high, that means that 25% of the people that show some interest will be a big winner. And that's, that's equal to or greater than anybody that's in the AUM business or life insurance business. You don't get 25% of your prospects to move ahead with you. You don't. And most people, I mean, if you get a good referral, you might have a better closing ratio. Our closing ratio is somewhere in the 40 to 50% because we vet people up front. We explain to them what needs to happen in order for the contract to be uh, highly attractive in the institutional market. Well, that there's a problem. And if he considers that there's a problem and he's a problem solver, uh, he's going to be excited about the fact that people that are in this market, in this category, have a real need to have somebody, some professional advisor, uh, be proactive in this area. That's the, that's the very, very beginning. If he doesn't see that, he looks at it as a product. And it is not a product, it's a service. And it's something that's got to be uh, got to be addressed. With that, then he finds the way in which he wants to address the industry. If he doesn't operate, for an example, let me give an example. The average person that has an interest in settlements will be approached by different companies. I won't mention them. Some of them are on television. People know the C company that's on television all the time. Uh, they are a marketing company. They are not a provider. If you read the small print at the bottom, it says that they're not a provider or a broker. They're a marketing company. They're just marketing. That's all they're doing. They're just marketing to sell. Uh, but if you enter into the market and you find a provider, you have no idea what that provider is capable of doing. Some of them have no money. Some of them have they have to deal with outside funds. Some of them buy the contract and resell it like they would in the mortgage market when they buy a mortgage and then they flip it. You have no idea what's happening. So being able to deal with a, with a pro like a settlement masters, uh, you get an insight into the industry. You get an insight into how to approach it, and it changes the whole dynamics of their success. 
And I mean, there's so many things that you offer, and we've talked about that on, on other podcasts. We couldn't even scratch the surface on today's because we're running short on time. But specifically talking about how the settlement, using settlements will help in selling long-term care and other product solutions that their clients are needing. Uh, can you sum up the importance of the entire technique? Well, everything a advisor does is he's looking for people to reallocate money they already have. In other words, he, they want them to move money from one account to another account, and they're always selling them on what a client has. They don't, they don't bring to them an idea how to create money. When you, when you bring to a client how to create money, how to create money out of what they already have without any risk, all of a sudden the dynamics change. Mm-hmm. You're bringing added value that nobody else has talked about. So when you talk about creating money, to do things the client wants to do, add to their retirement, get long-term care, give more to their grandkids, go on more vacations. When you talk about that, you change the dynamics of what your client relationship is. You're bringing value that nobody else is talking about. So I would highly suggest that you know they, they get the fact that this is, a, this is a way to, number one, step up into the higher Wealthy marketplace, the senior wealthy marketplace, where there's a lot of money. When you bring value, where you tell somebody there's a high possibility I can create money for you that you don't currently know about, and I can show you how to do that in a in a in a life insurance contract that you may not want to keep, and I want to talk to you about that because if you have any interest in getting rid of your life insurance contract or cashing it in then you need to talk to me because I might be able to explode the cash value in those contracts as much as five to 10 times of what it currently is. So when you bring money to people, they listen if you do it properly. They listen to you because you're bringing something that nobody else is talking about. Everybody's wanting you to give them your money that they already have, and they tell them what a stellar job they can do. When you talk about creating money for people, and bringing new ideas to them that can save them on assets they're losing that they don't even know about, you change the entire dynamics, the paradigm shift occurs, and you become someone that they want to deal with. Yeah, I I kind of had a visual when you were talking about this. Just imagine if your clients were driving their car down the road, and your client's mechanic all of a sudden pulled up next to him and said, Hey, you know, I'm, I'm hearing some funny noises. I'll check everything for free, but th- th- there might be an issue that I'd love to discuss with you and, and make sure that everything's okay. And that vehicle is doing what it's supposed to be doing. It, it changes the ball game because it, it's, it's something where they're offering that they are noticing something that's wrong. Just like you said, if you're able to say there may be an issue with this life insurance policy, let me just take a look. People don't even know it's broken. People That's don't right. know that it's it's running out. People don't know that there's uh, it's damaged, like you said. And so, if somebody's proactive like that, there's a lot of respect there. There's a lot, of, you know, the relationship is key, and these advisors have good relationships, hopefully, with their clients. I just think it's a it's a fantastic service to be able to offer. And and when, when like you said, when you don't know what you don't know, and your client doesn't know what they don't know, if their if their policy is going bad or if it's breaking or it's broken, yeah, it's it's so important to be able to bring that to them. Well, lastly, any, yeah. lastly, Eric. What you just said is absolutely 100% right on. Every advisor is trying to get trust companies, trying to get uh, CPAs, estate planning attorneys, uh, other high net worth advisors to give them business. They're all vying for the same Mm -hmm. business circle. 
and they're out there pitching, you know, what they do and how they do what they do. And the advisor can't, the person they're talking to can't really differentiate. If you come to them and talk to them, well, first of all, are they a trustee for an islet, for an irrevocable life insurance trust? You won't know unless you ask. And if you find out they are, they have incredible liability that they don't know about. I just had a CPA that we've been, we've been dripping for months about fiduciary responsibility. And lo and behold, a client called him and had an $18 million life insurance policy that they were going to cash in. And he said, well, wait, I've got a firm that does analytic diagnostic that might be able to show you better options than cashing it in. And so they hired us. So those kind of things happen Mm -hmm. when the advisor gets savvy about the fact that the people that have these clients, the estate planning attorney, the CPA, the, uh, you know, just a lot of other people, the business, uh, uh, the uh, transaction uh, broker that sells businesses. Uh, he sells businesses that have key man, that have buy and sell agreements, uh, all kinds of life insurance structured that are going to be dropped. My first case was a $30 million key man policy that was going to be dropped because the company was sold. The cash was 238 cash value. I got $6 million for that contract. Mm. Now, that's a rarity. I, I grant you that's not normal, but when the client found out it was worth $6 million and the agent that was trying to get him to cash in the policy for 238 and roll it over into an annuity, he blew the agent off. He said, you look at you're in the arc ages. You, you know, you need to get up to speed. I've got a firm that's talking to me about something that really means something to me. And so advisors get savvy. The people Mm -hmm. around you that you're trying to get to give you referrals, they need to know about this. It'll differentiate you from others. Get with it. Please do it. If you don't, you're going to be left behind because the fiduciary laws are, are steamrolling and it's going to be very apparent within a year that it's going to be a requirement. Call me at 877-927-7243. I'll help you. My name is Bob Larson. Call me, 877-927-7243. And Bob, I would love you to close us out today with your favorite quote. I love it. <laughs> well, you know what? The reason I keep this quote foremost in my mind is that all of us are procrastinators. Mm-hmm. We put off those things that aren't really high priorities for us or we don't understand. We just put them off until they vaporize and we don't even remember them. So I learned this a long time ago. On the plains of hesitation, bleak the bones of countless millions that sat down to wait and think about it. And guess what? There they died. They became antiquated out of business, history. Don't let that happen to you. Make a decision to call me, Bob Larson, 877-927-7243. I'll help you. We want to make the business a business that's prominent. We want to save these people in their 80s and 90s from being taken advantage of by insurance companies. Please call me, 877-927-7243. Thanks, Eric. Thank you, Bob. And thank you all for listening to the Acres of Diamonds podcast with Bob Larson. If you have not subscribed to the podcast yet, please click the subscribe now button below. This way, when Bob comes out with a new podcast, it'll show up directly on your listening device. This makes it much easier to share these podcasts with your colleagues and associates. Thanks again for listening today. For everyone at the Settlement Masters, this is Eric Johnson reminding you to live your best day every day. And we'll see you next time. 
Thank you for listening to the Acres of Diamonds podcast. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning.